Hello, welcome to the second episode of Self-Confidence Unlocked, a podcast about our self-confidence journey. I'm your host, Sophia Saberdeen, and this week we'll be exploring many exciting themes and updating the listeners on our progress since our first episode, which was released last month. So today we have two very special guests on the pod, Anna and Michelle. Please introduce yourselves. Hey everyone, I'm Anna. I'm a junior at the college studying marketing. Hi guys, I'm Michelle and I'm a sophomore at the college studying finance and data analytics. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here today, and I'm sure the audience is super excited to hear from you both. So let's get right into it. Now that we've been working towards our EMP goals for almost nine weeks, we have a vast array of experiences to draw from. Have you noticed any connections between self-confidence and innovation and entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. So through the past few weeks, we realized that self-confidence is truly a driving force where it resembles an individual's image of his or her ability to be able to succeed. And so in order to reach uh, your full potential, you need to let go of insecurities and only then can you unlock creativity. Through the principles of Peter Drucker, we have learned that innovation entrepreneurship is truly a purposeful and systematic process. If we had a low level of self-confidence, we wouldn't be able to engage in the systematic process or identify opportunities in a rational manner. To be a successful entrepreneur, we really need to have a strong sense of self-confidence to lead and motivate a team to reach our goals and face challenges effectively. It all goes back to being self-assured and having faith that we have the skills and abilities to step outside of the box, attempt new challenges, and look at problems through a different perspective. That's really interesting. And I really like the connections you made between different aspects of the course and the importance of a strong and confident personal image. So if you were to give advice to a student who just set their EMP goals, what would be your top two to three tips for developing executing the action steps? That's such a great question. I know we've all learned quite a bit of wisdom now that we're halfway through the semester. My team came up with three main pieces of advice that we wish we'd known before developing these steps. The first is to create steps that you can fit into your schedule. Progress with your action plan requires dedication. So if your progress steps are a part of your routine, it becomes so much easier to stay dedicated. Our second piece of advice is to have other people hold you accountable. Your team is a great resource for this. But I also know, Sophia, you mentioned your housemates were checking in to see how your action plan is going every once in a while since you told them about it. The last piece of advice we have is to shape these steps to cater to the things that matter to you. The action plan is meant to help you, so take advantage of it. I'm glad you mentioned those tips. I'm sure that everything you just said would be really valuable for someone who has less goal-setting experience. I can definitely relate to the importance of creating realistic goals that you really care about and that way you're more likely to follow through on your plans and to be more motivated to improve yourself. Do you have any specific examples of a success story and how that demonstrates progress towards increasing self-confidence? Everyone's self, uh, everyone's success story is really tied into their academic and professional lives and that people really started to take risks and were more willing to get out of their comfort zone. Recently, uh, Maeve Sorority released officer applications, and although she feels like she probably won't be getting the position due to the fact that she's only a sophomore, she still stepped out of her comfort zone and decided to apply for the president role in her sorority, among other positions that she is interested in. Having the confidence to put herself out there for this position, knowing that she has a low chance of getting it, showed just how much she has grown through this project and how much more willing she is to push herself harder and into new directions. Wow, that's actually really inspiring and honestly really cool to see so much personal growth occur in such a relatively short period of time. So unfortunately now we're quickly reaching the end of our discussion today. So getting to our last section of questions, what are your main takeaways and what are the most important lessons learned so far from this project? 
I think what was so interesting is that the takeaways we all mentioned were about how closely self-confidence plays into other EMP traits. After the past few modules and activities in class, my whole team has realized that our action steps help in other areas as well. For example, the week five activity really resonated with Michelle and I because a lower sense of self-confidence makes you much more adverse to rejection. Michelle decided to request strangers on LinkedIn and I smiled and smoked spoke to strangers during the activity. We both got rejected as planned, which normally would have knocked down my self-confidence for the day. However, due to the progress made during our action steps and being open to rejection due to the activity, Michelle and I were able to take rejection much better than we would have before starting on our action plan journeys. Very interesting connections. In closing, how will you carry all the lessons you've learned so far outside of this course? I think we're all carrying our newfound lessons of self-confidence to a lot of speaking-based settings, both in school and the professional world. I know I've taken self-confidence into some intimidating meetings to be able to speak up in front of a team of higher ranking professionals. And Maeve mentioned having a similar experience in breakout rooms where she also found herself in a team of all men and felt some intimidation as well. I think we all will continue to apply these lessons to speak up and follow through in action, ignoring the what-ifs and potentials of failure from self-confidence. Amazing. Well, I hope our audience enjoyed this week's podcast episode, and we're looking forward to having you again back here on the pod again soon. That's it for Self-Confidence Unlocked. This is your host, Sophia Saberdeen, signing off.